Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining our weekly podcast. I'm Robin Lewis, founder and CEO of The Robin Report, which, by the way, is much more than just a daily report. It really is a knowledge platform from which, yes, we communicate thought leadership on various strategic topics through the daily reports, but also uh, through these podcasts and we do webinars and eventually maybe some live events. So along with our chief strategist, Shelley Cohan, who by the way is a pr professor at FIT and Syracuse University, we welcome you to our weekly podcast, the topic of which is holiday spending and economic forecasting, both are a fool's game. <laughs> well, right? I always like those provocative, you know, openings. But Shelley, yeah, and as you know, I really do kind of take a perverse pleasure in attacking the very idea of forecasting, which to me is more like guessing. And particularly at this time of year, the holidays co-mingled with economic uncertainty, the likes of which seem more complex than ever, you know, and with the hangover from uh, not only the Great Recession, circa 2008, which we did not fully recover from. In fact, the global pandemic <laughs> just blew that recovery right out of the water, so to speak. Um, and then, of course, to say nothing of a war, which all countries on this planet are and will be directly or indirectly affected in some way. You know, already global supply chains were mangled and kind of struck dead, and they still have not fully recovered. And China's zero COVID approach, right. um, you know, and sh shutting its factory floors may result in a complete um, shift, if you will, of sourcing elsewhere, right? And then, of course, the trillions of dollars that were firehosed into the economy, both after the Great Recession and then after the pandemic, which, of course, triggered an inflationary spiral, adding angst about holiday spending. Worse, not knowing whether there would be a soft landing in 2023 or, as many hawkish economists believe, a crash landing. So, Shelley, in the midst of all this, the only drivers that have the power to correct, stabilize, and sail us into sunny waters are, you got it, the consumer, right? Right. Yeah. And since 70% of our GDP is consumption, that really kind of says it all. And Shelley, the problem with that is that it doesn't matter how many surveys or who is doing them or how they're done, um, there can be no consensus because the consumers themselves often respond with what they think will be <laughs> what the survey wants to hear. So, oh my God, what do we have? What is the result of all of these surveys? And the so-called brilliant minds who conduct and analyze them. What do we have? One word, Shelley, mush. <laughs> a gazillion 
different forecasts or in my vernacular guesses. Right. Yeah, and one last word on this, which you and I have discussed before, and that is the single reason why all of these guesses are so varied and wildly without a basis is because of the unprecedented effect of the pandemic, which really upended everything we viewed as more or less normal, you know, historically. Prior to COVID, and most importantly, it has changed human behavior in significant ways and which are now sticking, so to speak. So in a final opening note here, Shelley, forecasting is even more of a guessing game because pre-COVID projections would at least have some benchmarks or basis to provide some logic for their forecasts. Today, it's not a nothing. It's like learning to swim for the first time. And no wonder the biggest buzzword is agility, right? Yep. If you can't reasonably predict things, you have to be agile to adapt to the unknowns coming at you. So Shelly, enough for me. <laughs> Please jump in here and maybe start us off with when retailers started forecasting slash guessing um, what you for and the holidays might look like. Sure, Robin. So we should probably start with the end of Q2. So at the end of July, um, when in general, retailers were attempting to recover from the struggle of the pandemic still, and they seem to be this unleashing of surge in demand. So there was lots of demand, even while there were still supply chain bottlenecks. But then another jolt of reality hit. Inflation started raising its ugly head. And as a result, the consumer demand actually slowed down. So now retailers were faced with the spectrum of getting rid of merchandise rather than aggressively trying to acquire goods for the holiday season, yeah. which results in the obvious, long and steep discounting. We've seen a lot of this discounting. The Census Bureau at that time reported that retail sales in July were flat compared to June. And the NRF noted that the clothing and accessory store sales were down about 0.6% month over month. Wow. So we saw yeah. kind of a shift in you know, spending from June going into July. And Richard Hain, the CEO of Urban Outfitters, in his Q2 earnings call, he made some interesting points. He said, slow spending came just as many companies were receiving orders placed months ago when demand was high. So as a result, retailers were overwhelmed with a sonic boom of inventory. And I hate to call it a bloodbath, Robin, but <laughs> it's really going to get ugly in terms of the amount of discounting and markdowns to kind of work through all those goods. Yep. Then Pete Nordstrom on their Q2 earnings call <coughs> said the same thing, prioritizing markdowns and inventory clearance to make room for new products. And that's kind of what we heard all across the industry. So Robin, as kind of an early warning signs for what the holiday season might look like. Yeah, okay. So, you know, inflation enters the picture, right? And when did all the pundits, consultants, the NRF, NPD, and business news media, when did they start with their predictions on holiday sales? 
And, uh, you know, given my rather blunt introduction of this being a period of unprecedented shocks around the world and the impossibility of any accurate or logical forecasting, how wildly different are they, Shelley? And are you able to point to, um, you know, maybe two that are the widest apart, like maybe NR NRF is the highest with, I think, a predicted six to eight percent, and maybe NPD is the lowest? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Well, way back in September, um, NPD put out its survey data. So theirs is going to be survey data on the holiday season. And so a few key points from their data. Um, one was that this increased negativity about the economy and consumers' own personal finances is causing, at that time, 29% of consumers to think about spending less for the holiday season. Wow. So they started getting worried about it back when the survey was done. Yep. Uh, as a result, what NPD is saying they're expecting in terms of November and December holiday shopping season, they're saying that it's going to be flat to last year. So NPD is saying it's going to be flat. Wow. They also said that if you include the whole quarter, which is October through January, then the holiday season might be a half a percent to two and a half percent growth. So, and, and one thing, Robin, I have to point out here is you really have to, with all these forecasts, you really have to know that there's a lot of varying factors here. So for one, yeah. the time frame varies. So MPD talks November, December. Uh, uh, other companies talk Thanksgiving through December. You know, other companies talk fourth quarter. So you have to understand what timing these forecasts are relative to. Got it. Uh, and another varying factor is category. So some of the forecasts count all retail trade and some forecasts omit, omit certain categories like autos and gas. So what right. I find is that Deloitte and NRF, you know, those companies typically exclude automobiles and gas when they give their predictions, but those are just a couple uh, points. So it's kind of like you're comparing candy canes to Hershey Kisses here, right? <laughs> not all the same, yeah. but let me just go back to the MPD uh, predicting a flat holiday season if measuring November and December and a possible increase of two and a half percent if including the entire fourth quarter. So. Yeah, so. Shelly, that would be, I guess, the lowest forecast, pretty much flat to 2021, right? Yep. But that would be a loss in many ways. I mean, if inflation is at 7.1% and the prediction is flat, that means essentially that sales were down from last year, if you consider inflation, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so the NPD survey also stated, as I read, that 20% of holiday shoppers say they will spend less over the holidays because their economic situation has changed. 12% of consumers will be spending less on gifts so they can spend more on holiday entertaining related expenses, right. you know, like food, drink, decorations, et cetera. So <clears throat> what are some of the other predictions, Shelley? Well, of course, I, you know, Deborah Weinswing, who we love, yeah. her company, they're predicting 6% growth over last year for the quarter. So we can compare that to NPD's quarter 2.5% growth. Wow. So 
96%. Big difference. Yeah. yeah. And then Deloitte, they came out with their holiday uh, forecast and they are saying four to 6%. And they measure November through January. So they're measuring November, mm. December. And for some reason, they include January in that number. Um, I'm not sure why it doesn't include October because, as you know, Robin, yeah. October, you know, that's really when the holiday season started. Uh, yep. But I do have some fun stats later about October, November, which I think are very relevant. So maybe next year we'll see October being included in some of these uh, forecasts. Yeah, okay. You know, it's it's crazy. Um, it's, so all over the place from flat to up 8%. So, you know, no one really knows where sales will land. As you said, it's like, you know, comparing Candy Cane to Hershey Kisses. But you know, there there has certainly been some common themes, okay, around consumer shopping behavior and shifts since the pandemic. Uh, for this year in particular, many forecasts agree that there have been some major shifts in uh, consumerism, right? Absolutely. Well, I think it was Steve uh, Leisman. He's the yeah. senior economic reporter for CNBC. Right. Um, he said that in their all-American economic survey that they do, that this is the most cautious holiday season since 2013. Well, that's a big statement. Yep, it sure yep. is. And here are some common themes for holiday uh, shopping so far. I know we still have, what, 10 days to go or a couple weeks to go. But consumers are looking to save money. They're very concerned about a potential recession. More consumers are shopping early. So McKinsey showed 11 percentage points higher this year versus last year of consumers saying that they're going to shop early. Mm -hmm. We're seeing more what is called intentional purchasing. Intentional purchasing is, you know, thoughtful gifting, sentimental items. We're seeing a lot of reuse, vintage, repairing items as part of the holiday shopping. Consumers are socializing. You mentioned earlier about socialization this year. So there's going to be more spent on holiday gathering merchandise and maybe festivities and foods for, you know, people coming yeah. together. And as you know, Robin, hybrid shopping is key. And as I'm going to steal one of your words, hybrid shopping is an imperative. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And then from a retail perspective, you know, so gone are the doorbusters. The pandemic put a coffin, a nail in that coffin, gone. No more doorbusters. I don't think they're ever going to come back. I don't either. <laughs> and I guess that's a good thing for many yeah. reasons, but I won't go down that road. Um, store traffic is still not up to, physical store traffic, is still not up to the pre-pandemic levels, but Black Friday was strong, up anywhere between 3 and 7%. Next year... <laughs> will be the action year on sustainability. Consumerism mm. has reached its peak and the pandemic put the world on notice. Take care of Mother Earth. So let me share with you my favorite forecast. So Mark Risky, he's the founder and CEO of Headcount Corporation. This is what he said in his prediction. He said, this will be one of the more uncertain holiday seasons in memory since it's the first post-pandemic. Shoppers are returning to stores, but lingering supply chain issues and still high inflation makes this year especially hard to predict. Additionally, many retailers are also challenged with finding and retaining frontline staff. 
which may impact sales. Overall, consumer demand remains relatively strong and should be a setup for a robust holiday season. Retailers should play offense. Well, Shelly, you know, the first part of what he said, I really just sang the same song that I kind of opened with, uh, maybe not as hard as I put it. Um, and he does, by the way, offer the idea that consumer demand <clears throat> remains relatively strong, which is true. Um, well, but not according to NPD, which you pointed out earlier. I guess I guess you may like it because it does offer some degree of hope. And by the way, I do agree that too few frontline staffers could really hinder sales. But I think, you know, you have some numbers, Shelley, for us, including November, which just came out. And, and how did that month turn out? And were there specific highs and lows? Sure. So the first thing I'll say is that when you compare November to October, which quite frankly, most retailers uh, don't look at that. But from an economic perspective, looking at how the month is trading compared to the previous month, you know, November was down 0.6%. So November sales slowed a bit. But I, I'm going to say, Robin, maybe why they slowed is because October, you know, more of those sales went into October as opposed to November. Uh, yeah. Right. So yeah. when we look at, you know, how retailers look at sales, which is month over month, you know, total retail sales excluding autos and gas, because that's how most of the industry looks at it, month-to-date sales are up 8.1%. So certainly outpacing the consumer price index, which in November, rolling back 12 months was 7.1. So when we look at some of the top categories, you know, non-store, which includes e-commerce, was up almost 8%. Discount stores and warehouse clubs were up 4.5%. As law and grocery, of course, up 9.4%. Of course, we know food prices are, um, I think, really high. Uh, so that kind of uh, yeah. explains that one. And the percent of non-store sales to total sales is almost 18% for November. Wow. So um, year to date, it's only at 15.4. And we know that in November, those sales do go up as, you know, the online sales as a percent of the total sales. So it went from 15% of total sales to almost 18%. That's not unusual. Um, so, the other thing, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to add one more thing. So the other analysis I did, which I think is really actually more interesting, is I combined October and November together. So let's look at October, November this year compared to last year. Robin, October, November this year compared to last year is up 8.8%. You know, that is great news. That means yeah. that consumers are out and shopping. Non-store was up 9% for the two months combined. Um, some other good categories, grocery up 8%, discount store and warehouse clubs up almost 4%. Home improvement up 66 I think the most disappointing category is electronics and appliances, which were down 11%. So this is a big electronics yeah. time of year. So that number is a bit disappointing. And, you know, department stores are still struggling. So October, November for department stores this year are down 2.3% compared to last year. Good numbers. I mean, <laughs> good points um, to learn a lot from. So, you know, online uh, is going to level back off, um, you know, as people like shopping physical stores, Pete Nordstrom 
as you know, Shelley has talked about this for years, and I think we both agree with him. So uh, from a macro view, I think, um, you know, you know, some of these numbers are way down, some are gonna be up, but I think uh, physical stores are gradually coming back in strength. Anyway, um, so to wrap it up, Shelley, I, I, I think we pretty well um, gave confirmation you know, that predictions, forecasting, or guessing retail performance results for the 2022 holidays, you know, if not a fool's game, which may be a little strong, it, it's simply pretty much impossible. Um, but hope springs eternal, right, Shelley? That's right. That's right. So, you know, right now we're on track more towards the NRF uh, prediction. Good. So thank all our listeners. Uh, please make sure that you follow us on social media, link in with us, and make sure you're following us on the Robin Report. Our podcast is also on Buzzsprout and Spotify, so you can find us there as well. And I want to thank you all again for joining us and um, wishing all of you a happy holiday and a wonderful new year. And by the way, if any of you have some ideas on topics that you would like Shelly and I to cover, please send me an email, uh, robin at therobinreport.com. And thanks again. <laughs>